Hello, I'm Tiara. Hello, I'm Allie. And this is the Goddess Vibrations. Welcome. So I think when it comes to this topic, that we, we should probably just dive in because we're going to talk about divine connections. And there is no divine connection that is more contentious in the spiritual community than the twin flame cops concepts. I can't even say it. Twin flame concepts. I don't know what it is. I don't know why everyone has this different idea of a twin flame. I don't know why everyone thinks that there is twin flame, but we're going to clarify some of that in this episode because we have channeled messages straight from the source that clarifies everything. And you're not going to get that anywhere else than here on the Goddess Vibration. You guys are so lucky. Yeah, I'm just going to be honest with you. I have done tons of research on the twin flame journey, and I don't get it. I'm not a twin flame, and that's why I don't get it. But what I've read online and people come to me and they ask me like, oh, is it true that a twin flame is one soul split into two bodies? I'm just like, no, no, that's not true. I and I, I I'm not going to pretend to be an expert because I'm not because again I am not a twin flame I am a different type of divine connection which we will discuss later. Yes. Uh, with that said, I'm going to add a little bit of clarity in regards to the whole twin flame split soul thing because uh, it's it's similar but it's different. So like I said, a lot of this information that we're sharing with you guys today is coming from channelings. So channelings of um, angels and channelings of specifically of an entity uh, named Shakti, who was um, someone that I channeled a while back. I I got connected to her through um, a process that was tied to Reiki. But what I was doing at that time was I was being attuned to an energy known as womb light, which is the divine feminine essence of Reiki energy. So that was a couple of years ago, maybe like back in 2020, when I first went through that process of initiation for womb light, which by the way, if you guys aren't familiar with womb light, it's very similar to Reiki, but it is specifically for women who are on a reproductive journey or like a pregnancy journey or are dealing with fertility issues or anything like that. So I'll share a little bit more about that in the show notes. Um, but yeah, so that's how I initially made that con- contact with Shakti. And when she came through, she provided so much clarity about the twin flame concept. And it made so much sense, at least to me, it made sense. So I'm hoping that we can break that down to you guys today. Speaking of that, divine connections and types of divine connections, as Ali mentioned, there are tons and tons and tons of divine connections. So like twin flames and soulmates are just like a little, like, I don't even know what the word to use, like a little tip of the iceberg of the different type of divine connections that are out there. Uh, Because you also have karmic connections and you have kindred spirits and We were told in one of our channeling sessions that we did that the types of divine connections vary um, depending on the frequency or the energetic octave. So if you think of energy 
and you think of how energy is unlimited, essentially there are unlimited types of divine connections, but we're just going to hone in on a couple of them because I feel like there is so much misunderstanding and misinformation and disinformation about some of these. And like I said, we went straight to the source. So uh, I'm really looking forward to diving into this and clarifying some things. And by the way, please don't send me hate mail about how you were told that you were a twin flame and the information that we're sharing is wrong because you were told elsewhere by this person that this was the case for you. Like, take what resonates and discard what doesn't, okay? So, like, if something doesn't resonate for you, fine. You know, you don't have to heed that information. We're just telling you like it is, all right? So you can choose to heed the information or not. And also, this might be a two-parter because we do have a lot of information to share. And just a friendly reminder, like, these are based on our channeled messages that we do. And I think it is really important, as Tiara said, to take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And that is completely okay. All right. Thank you for that. Yes, this might, might be a two-part podcast episode. We're not sure yet. We're going to see how this goes. Um, At the end, I'll let you guys know if this is going to be a two-parter. So with that said, I mean, we've already talked about twin flames. I'm feeling like, let's just dive into this whole twin flame thing. because. My understanding of this is different than the mainstream, right? So like, and I feel like people just, they, they see something online and they read it and they run with it. But it's really important when you guys see this stuff to practice discretion because a lot of the stuff about twin flames is wrong. It's just like flat out wrong. Um, one of the first things that I learned through channeling about this twin flame thing is how rare it is. Like, a lot of people will talk about it being a very rare phenomenon. It is much more rare than that. Like, so, so, so rare. So, when you think of authentic twin flames, I know specifically of only two beings that are authentic twin flames. Those beings are Shiva and Shakti and Isis and Osiris. Outside of that, I don't know any other twin flames. And it's so interesting because the angels say to us repeatedly that this concept isn't one that the human brain can fully comprehend and grasp. And it makes sense, like, because I'm going to tell you the exact channel messages that we received from Shakti. And it's so funny (laughs) because poor Ali struggles with this concept. And I get it. Like, I'm a split soul. I'll explain what that is. So I kind of understand it. But if you're not a split soul or an authentic twin flame, yeah, it's hard to wrap your mind around this concept. So this is exactly what came through in the channeled message. Again, this is from Shakti. This came through from Shakti. Shakti is a goddess in the Hindu uh, belief system. And she is the feminine essence. And she is twins with Shiva is the masculine essence. So this is what she said, word for word. I haven't changed anything. This is exactly what we channeled. When two souls are born together as one, they are twin flames. 
each embodying a specific essence of oneness, one the masculine, one the feminine. They exist together as one unit, but also separate. Their love shines as one. Their light shines as one. It's similar to a split soul, but not based on hurt or trauma. Think of the twin flame as a split soul rooted in love, not trauma. It's more two halves of a whole that exist separately and together as one. Humans struggle with this because they are used to duality. They think of this or that. They cannot fathom that something might be both. That's the twin flame concept, separateness and wholeness together, which I thought was very, very beautiful. Honestly, it was quite beautiful. Uh, and it resonated to me. So go ahead, Allie. It is beautiful. I'm not going to lie. I still don't get it. So could you <laughs> break this? Could you break this down for me? <laughs> So, okay. Now she mentioned the split soul. I mentioned that I am a split soul. And essentially what this means is that when the soul experiences significant trauma, like so, so, so much trauma, eventually the frequency of the soul falls to a very low level. Um, and it becomes necessary in order to like boost the healing effort to split the soul uh, split the soul essence or what I sometimes call is fracturing. Um, so what happened in my case is my whole soul got split into two parts, the masculine and the feminine, the mental body and the emotional body. And we incarnated separately to try to accelerate healing on both of our ends so that we can come back together and merge. Because if you're a split soul, you have to merge back at some point. Like you cannot stay separate indefinitely. Unfortunately for us, we were caught in a very low vibrational demonic state and we have been apart for a very, very long time. I think much longer than they wanted us to be apart. So our split happened because of trauma. I think it's possible for souls to just kind of decide to split just for funsies. I don't know why you would want to do that, but I've heard that apparently that's a thing that I did not some... know that. <laughs> Some souls will be like, hey, let's split for funsies and go what? through this whole twin flame process because they want to experience, experience the twin flame process, right? That's the way to do it. If you're, you really want to experience it, you have to split. Now, I don't know. I saw that information from a woman who channels twin flames and split souls. Now, I don't know how true that is. That, did, that channeling didn't come from me. That came from like her information. Um, I'll include her information in the show notes, but yes, I heard that it's also possible for souls to do that. Now, I, I think you have to be at a very advanced soul state before you even decide to, to do something like that to like a very high frequency. Um, but I think most souls for the most part don't choose that because the split soul journey is one of the hardest fucking journeys out there like I don't know that there's any journey more difficult than the split soul journey because if you're a wounded split soul you have to heal that shit on both ends before you're even considered for merge and if you don't your marriage isn't going to happen and when you're wounded like that it is really really hard to clear a lot of that stuff so I think a lot of souls know that and then they see like experiences like mine and they're just like mm, I'm cool so that's just some of the information that I've gathered from 
Twin Flame versus Split Soul. They are different. Okay. Well, I still don't understand. <laughs> At the end of this podcast, Allie is going to understand. I'm going to make sure that she understands by the end of this episode. That's my goal for you, Allie. <laughs> I wish you the best of luck with that. <laughs> No, so that's what I, I mean. It's like, yeah, it's it's hard to wrap your head around these concepts. Like it really is. Well, it is because again, I'm not a split soul and I'm not a twin flame. I've never done the twin flame journey. And so when you're not put in that situation or when you choose not to be a part of that situation, which again, like Tiara said, I would not recommend it, especially being so intertwined with Tiara's lifetime and story I'm I'm just like why when she said apparently you can choose it my mind was just like why why would anyone want to do that it is not recommended I don't recommend it but if you want the experience then hey you do you right so I talked earlier about how rare twin flames are and split souls are I channeled some numbers just to give you guys some context like and I hope this doesn't hurt your feelings because like I said earlier if you thought this was rare it is much more rare than you originally thought so I asked spirit I said spirit can you tell me how many twin flame pairs there are currently incarnates on earth right now Ellie can you guess that number um how many pairs of twin flames Yes. On isn't the entire the num- planet right now. Isn't, isn't the number 12? I got 10. Ah, I was close. So that means that there are 20 twin flames incarnate on the entire planet right now, you guys. That's how rare twin flames are. I also asked about split souls because um, I was just curious how many pairs are currently still incarnate on Earth. I got six pairs for a total of 12 twin souls. So um, split twin souls. So that's probably the number that you were thinking, Allie, which was, you intuited that. Yeah, that was really good. Allie has really powerful intuition. It's gotten me far in life, guys. (laughs) So Allie, you talked earlier I think you talked earlier about soul family, like being a part of a soul family. Did you mention soul family or like divine connection yes. within? Okay. Um, so I also have some channeled information about soul family. But first, I just want to share that when it comes to this concept, my idea of this is that we have soul family who we are connected to energetically. Um, and exists together as like a soul unit. And within this, you teach each other lessons, right? So not everyone has a soul family. I I think most souls are part of a soul family. Um, I do know that some souls can just kind of be like their whole own individual soul and not connected to a soul family. But I also know that soul families can develop So I'm just going to read a little bit of some of the information that I channeled from my angel guide, uh, angel guide in regards to this concept. Um, So he says, 
A soul family is a collection of souls who have come together to assist each other in evolution, expansion, and healing. They support each other in this journey by acting as karmic partners or sometimes soulmates. The purpose is tied to ascension. It's also tied to expansion and growth, and they can change. So he's saying that soul families can change under very specific circumstances, but it doesn't happen very often. Um, soul families also have a group consciousness and a group frequency, which I thought was really interesting because I didn't realize that before. So within a soul family, each soul has their own frequency, and then you have a whole group frequency. Um, okay, hold on. There's some really other juicy stuff here. Each soul family has a specific frequency. When things like split soul happens, it disrupts the frequency of the family and disrupts the balance of the soul family. And that can have disastrous effects. So something like this happened to my soul family. When we split, it caused a cascade of negative effects. And we are all dealing with it in different ways, unfortunately. I am going to share one more quote here. Think of a soul family as a group of souls who have who are there to teach each other lessons. It's similar to the human concept of a family, but not quite the same. In the human family, you have someone who is the matriarch or a patriarch just because they are older or wiser, but they may not have the highest frequency. With soul families, the head of the family always has the highest frequency. So Allie, I know, is the head of her soul family. She has the highest frequency. And this angel guide entity that I'm channeling is the head of my soul family. So that's how it works when it comes to soul families. Now, within that is the divine counterpart concept. So I'm going to use a lot of terms, you guys. You can try to keep up. I'm, I think I'm going to make a blog, blog post about this just to like clarify and like put it all down somewhere where you guys can read more if you're interested because it is a lot of information and it's confusing. I, I completely get it. So try to do your best to keep up. I will add additional clarity in the show notes with a link to a blog that will hopefully break it down a little bit further. So um, I'm going to share this last quote about divine counterparts because it kind of brings it all together. Divine counterparts can be within the same soul family, but not always. Soulmates can be with the same family, but not always. Twin flames is a completely different topic. <laughs> I'm just going to share what he said about this. That I do not find humans have the capacity to fully comprehend, but it is a type of divine connection. Perhaps one of the highest frequencies or highest energetic octaves of such. So when it comes to twin flames, they typically are like the highest, highest frequencies, right? Um, for whatever reason, they just tend to be like that higher status energetically. Divine counterparts are typically entities of the same soul family. So it's it's not unusual that a lot of people are meeting people and feeling some type of very strong twin flame-like connection and calling it a twin flame connection when in actuality it is probably someone in your soul family because it feels very, very similar. So I just wanted to add that little tidbit for some of you guys who are like, I have this connection with this guy. I can't explain it. It's really intense. It's nothing I've ever felt. I'm a twin flame. 
Mm, unless you have channeled information from your Akashic records to confirm that you are a twin flame, because that's how you do it, you're likely interacting with someone who is a divine counterpart. So I hope that gives a little bit of clarity. You know, I, I hope I didn't like hurt feelings or, you know, make people feel bad. I'm just trying to share the information. So I am a divine counterpart. And as Tiara mentioned, I am the head of my soul family. I do carry the highest frequency. And I learned that I am a divine counterpart. For a while, I thought I was a twin flame because I didn't know. And I did all the research and I was like, okay, you're a twin flame. And for the longest time, like Tiara and I both thought that. And then once we really kind of started to dig in to get clarity, they were like, no, 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 you're not a twin flame. You're a divine counterpart. And so I understand the divine counterpart connection because that's what I am. And there's a lot of really interesting information that comes with that. Like I said, I'm glad you shared that, Allie, because I think it's important that other people know that there's a good chance that what you're feeling in a connection with someone is, is a soul family member. As a matter of fact, it's more likely that you're feeling a connection to someone who is a part of your soul family than it is that it's a twin flame. Because again, twin flames and split souls or twin souls, I, I kind of use that term interchangeably. They're very, very, very rare. So if you guys are kind of wondering or wanting to get a sense of what a connection might be, again, the best way to get confirmation is to talk to someone who can channel the Akashic Records. If you can't do that, it's likely that you're experiencing a connection of a member of your soul family. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about soulmates and how that plays into this, because again, we talked earlier about frequencies and like energetic octaves, right? So it is possible that you might be feeling a soulmate connection with a member of your soul family. Uh, and I do have, I think I have some channelings around that too. Let's see. Oh, yes, I do. So I'm going to share what Shakti said about this because within the whole divine counterpart concept, you can also have a soulmate connection with someone in your soul family. So I'm just going to share what she said. <clears throat> a soulmate can be a divine counterpart as soulmates are often centered upon love. The love teaches a lesson, a very important lesson. It also teaches the soul that love can heal. It's meant to be a connection that is healing through the power of love. A divine counterpart is similar, but often entails people who are of the same soul family, although not always. Also, souls that are not of the same family can still come together to learn lessons. Energy is often assigned in this way to serve the purpose needed for the lesson. Divine connections overlap all the time. It depends on exactly what it is the soul is seeking to learn. Sometimes a lesson is necessary, particularly if there is karma involved. So I talked earlier about how soul families are meant to come together to teach lessons. So within that, oftentimes you will have divine counterpart connections that might be karmic or that might be soulmates because again we're talking about teaching each other lessons right so 
usually there is karma between the soul family members. And within that, you have a lesson. So again, I know a lot of words and a lot of fake terms, but I'm telling you guys straight from the source, you're not going to get it anywhere else. It's a lot. It's a lot of information. Um, It can be a little bit overwhelming and I'm not going to lie. I've been there. I still kind of am there. This was going to be a tough episode for me because like I said, I can't relate or a lot of this doesn't resonate with me because I'm not a lot of these things. I'm part of a soul family. I have a divine counterpart. I have soulmates and kindred spirits. But outside of like twin flame, near twin, split soul, I'm none of those. That's so funny. I actually completely forgot about the whole near twin concept. Um, Only a few people know of this term because it is something that comes from the Akashic Records. Like it's not a term that's frequently used or recognized, but I only know of it because I have a near twin. And a near twin is a soul that is assigned to assist you, usually someone that you have karma with, or maybe there's also a soulmate energy connected. Not typically of the same soul family sometimes. I know that for my case, my near twin is not of the same soul family. Um, and the intent is for, their, for you to learn a very specific lesson that is meant to help you reach union with your twin flame or twin soul. Again, super, super rare, not very common. You'll really only see this word used when it comes to the Akashic Records. Um, Another term I see used a lot, and I feel like this term is misused often um, because I just, I really, I really feel like people don't understand the concept of karma. I see a lot of people referring to partners as karmic partners or karmic connections and they're always framed as being negative or as being like dark or a clusterfuck like the relationship is a total clusterfuck in some way and they're like oh this relationship is a clusterfuck it must be karmic (sighs) a karmic connection basically is just a connection you have someone that is rooted in some type of past karma, like either from the past or from a past life, or maybe there's a lesson between you two that needs to be learned. I I, I guess a lot of times these lessons are harsh or hard or difficult, or especially in the context of a relationship, they can be difficult to navigate. I I get that. So I, I guess that's why oftentimes that term is used negatively, but it's, it's common isn't negative and we speak of karma at least I speak of karma as cause and effect right so like in a past life or in the past something happened there was an effect that either affected your soul or another person's soul and future lives that karma needs to be cleared either through learning the lesson or releasing the hurt or you know working through the trauma or something to balance out the cause and the effect. So I hope that makes sense and clarifies karma a little bit because I feel like karma and karmic connections get a bad rap. Um, 
I don't really even like using the term karmic partner. Like, I think that's silly. It's not a karmic partnership. Like, yeah, maybe you're learning a lesson, but like, I don't know. I just, I don't really like the term. But I just wanted to add some clarity to that because I see that used that way a lot. I can see where you're going with that. I was just kind of deep in thought there for a second when you were talking about how the term is used negatively and you're right. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, another divine connection, probably the last one that we're going to talk about is one called the kindred spirits. Uh, and I did get a channeling around this. It was very brief. It was essentially describing how kindred spirits are like souls that are friends. So they might not be of the same soul family. Um, but they may be souls that have incarnated many times together. Maybe they have karma, maybe not. They're just souls that are like, they have a good bond or a strong bond or a strong connection or friendship. So I know for a fact that me and Allie, our souls are kindred spirits. Um, which is actually a really cute thing that your soul can like go and like get a best friend and like be like, hey, let's incarnate and be best friends all the time. I just think that's really cute. Um, so yeah, so when we're talking kindred spirits, we're talking like souls or souls connections that are rooted rooted in like friendship or bondedness of some sort. Um, so now I I hesitated to talk about this, but I think I'm gonna talk about it anyway. The big, big question when it comes to a lot of these divine connections, especially twin flames and twin souls, is if union is possible. Uh, the answer to that is complicated because, like, in theory, union should be possible for every divine connection, right? Like, if the souls want that, they should be able to get that. The problem comes in when we let things like ego and trauma and wounding interfere with a process that should be rooted entirely in surrender. And that is when we start to get resistance and that is when we start to get like the hurt and the triggering and the running and the chasing and these other terms that are complete and total distractions from the purpose of the journey, which is really about healing and ascension. So for me, I know that we are required to unite. Like it's in our soul, soul agreement. Uh, union is in our soul agreement. Now, the process of getting there has not been very easy. And for a long time, I wasn't sure that we were meant to unite because I just, I didn't have all the information. But yeah, for us specifically, I know that in our soul agreement, union is in there. One of the ways that you'll know whether your souls are meant for union is again, to go to the Akashic Records because it'll say in there whether or not you are meant for that. Um, now, not all souls are meant for union. Like I know some souls keep that open. Like it'll kind of be like, oh, well, you know, if we get to union, that'd be great, but it's not like absolutely essential. So there's that too. And again, you won't really know unless you start like looking at the soul agreements. Is there any other way to find out outside of the, the Akashic? 
if you know someone who can like channel your spirit guides or if you have the capacity or capability to talk to your spirit guides I could see them wanting to so like you know under the right circumstances I could see them sharing that information with you oftentimes that information needs to align energetically so if you're just discovering that you're on the twin flame journey like and you're just starting that journey and you're losing your mind like I fucking did when I started this journey they're probably not going to tell you that information but once you get to like a more stable place where you've kind of surrendered to the process and you're not as anxious about it all I could see them revealing that information to you um so there's multiple ways of doing it if if you're not able to do it yourself you'll definitely want to hire a professional or someone like me or Allie who can get that information it is definitely a very complex, complicated, and I think Tiara's situation is a little bit more unique, I guess is the best word it to is. describe it. That's such a good word. So as we, d- we don't mean to scare people, we don't mean to terrify you. Um, it's just, just know that Tiara's situation is much more unique and much more complex especially because you know this is a story over thousands of years which is probably also not common and so think of your journey and then as we're talking we are the extreme of that journey if you are just trying to comprehend if you guys are listening and you're just trying to comprehend like what's being said and you're just like oh my god It's not most likely, most likely your journey is not what we're talking about. This is very unique and I, it's the best word I can use. I, I, if I'm at loss for words, it just kind of gives you (laughs) an idea of what has been going on in our lives. Right. Which, so you guys remember Adventures of D part one and two. There are so many spinoffs of that story that it's not funny. We might have to do like Adventures Here, part one, two, three. Adventures Here, part one, two, three, four. Because uh, there's just so much stuff continuing to come out the woodworks and developing around my divine clusterfuck. Um, but I just want to give like, I just, I just want to touch on this briefly because Ali is right in that my story is really unique, but it was made even more unique because we were split twin souls meant for union, but also married to other people. And if you were in that situation, like you know that you're in a twin flame situation or a divine counterpart situation that feels like a twin flame and you're married to someone else who is not that person, that is one of the most difficult things to navigate. Like it is so, so complicated and it messes with your head and it's beyond tricky. So my heart goes out to you. If you're in that kind of situation, if you need someone to talk to about it, you can email me. My email address is on the website. Cause I get it. I've been there, but 
for those of you who are in that situation, I just want to acknowledge you because I, 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 I've been there and it is hard to navigate through because you question so many things and you feel guilty and you are like, you know, why am I in this situation? Like, what does this mean? Like, do I need to change my entire life? Like everything you think turns on its head and you start to question everything and it's, it's not fun, but it's, it is serving a very important purpose. Like I get that and I acknowledge that, but it, it's complicated. So I just want to acknowledge you guys who are in those type of scenarios and situations. I also want to acknowledge the guys who have, <laughs> I'm going to go there. Um, quote unquote celebrity twin flames. <laughs> Again, another very complicated concept. There's a good chance that this celebrity you're feeling this connection to is probably soul family. You know, maybe not, but there's a good chance that that's that's likely. Um, but it's also a very tricky and complex and complicated situation because you have no access to this person. Right. So the connection is just purely energetic and you might be having dreams. I know that I was having dreams when I began my twin flame journey and I had dreams about him for eight years straight, like all the time. And it took me, this is probably sad. It took me eight years to figure out that's what the fuck it was. Like, you know, before I was just like, oh, these will stop. These will stop. These will stop. But they never did until eight, eight years later. And I was like, wait, what is this? So, yeah, you might be having dreams about this celebrity or like hearing their voices or for those of you who have gifts, they might come to you. And that's really your only connection to them. And that's very, very hard to navigate. So I just want to acknowledge those of you who are in that situation because it's just as complicated as the marriage one flame. Well, if you really want to get into celebrities, this is going to be a part two conversation oh we're going there are we going there i I, do you want to go there i'm totally down to go there (laughs) okay all right you guys so we're gonna expand on the celebrity twin flames and oof, that is juicy because i know some things and Allie knows some things so (laughs) yeah so i acknowledge all of you who are on these complicated soul journeys especially the ones that overlap oh my god like you have you're married and you have a twin flame but you also have a soulmate and then you also have a karmic on top of that and then you know you have to navigate through all of that so it's 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 a lot man it's a lot i think the most important lesson if you got through this episode thank you first of all thank you and second of all i think just listening to this, if you leave just as confused, we don't mean to do that. We don't mean to do that. It's just, I think this is a, I think this is an eye-opening experience to how complex soul connections really are. And there is so much more that meets the eye. And this is why I wasn't thrilled to do this episode, but I know that it was needed for this episode. And I think this is, I hope my hope is that this is just a really eye opening experience for everyone because, you know, Tiara is so many things that I'm not like split soul, twin flame, near twin. She's part of a soul family. So she has because she's living it, going through it, especially in this lifetime. 
she has so much valuable information and my apologies for not having as much, but I just, I have different soul connections as I've already discussed. So thank you. And we are going to get into celebrity twin flames or celebrity Ooh. connections in part two. going to be juicy. I'm excited about that. <laughs> so stay tuned. Part two's coming next week. And thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. You guys know how to find us online. www.goddessvibrationstudio.com. Until next time.